Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about tragedy, loss, in its worst way, right? A one-year-old child, a future prince, a future king, died of gunfire at a Brooklyn cookout. Wow. That's going to be today's conversation. I'm going to play a video of the father of this one-year-old as he's speaking to the media about his feelings, where things went wrong. He's going to be assisted by his mother, which is the grandmother. She's going to speak about how she feels things went wrong. And um, we're also going to play a video by a New York-based rap artist from Brooklyn, Maino, who in my estimate showed a human side of himself by even going on Instagram. So we applaud that brother for that. But when you look at the statement that he made, it shows you that black culture, our black inner city culture have a serious, serious problem. And it's all internal. So what I want to do first is I want to play Mayno's clip first, right, of him speaking about the situation. Then we're going to read an article. Then we're going to let the father in his video speak about losing a one-year-old child. Can you imagine? No, we cannot. All right, so let's play the main old clip first. Come on, come on, come on. No, no. Listen, check this out. I get it. Some shit is unforgivable. I talk about it, I rap about it, so I understand. I ain't a hypocrite like that, so I get that. But at the same time, we at the point where we got so much energy for each other. We got so much energy and aggression towards each other that we can't we can't even have babies outside at a fucking cookout, at a barbecue. Like, this is bad style. Niggas is shooting. Niggas don't have no discretion at all to where babies is dying. Like, one-year-old babies, nigga? One-year-old babies? Like that went that ain't never was cool. Mistakes is happening because we don't have the discernment or the discretion, no when and where to do shit. Nah, this ain't cool. Ain't none of that cool, ain't nothing cool. You ain't staying in nothing, nigga. Ain't no killer nigga. That ain't that ain't cool, nigga. Like you had a problem with a nigga and that's your problem. You can't live with that problem. You catch a nigga on the right time and you put him in his place. That's it. That's it. When 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 did shooting crowds become cool? That shit wasn't cool a hundred years ago. What kind of nigga be in jail for shooting a baby by mistake? Not a cool nigga. Not a gangster nigga. Not a not a not a killer. That that's a mistake, nigga. A dumb mistake. That's stupid. You stupid. You stupid. Because that ain't never that ain't never it. All right, and we're back. Thank you guys for checking out the first clip. Again, that was New York City rapper Maino, who was from that area, from Brooklyn, 
Will this one-year-old prince life was taken from him by gunfire? It doesn't even sound like it just it sounds weird, man. It's just even saying that it just sounds weird. In the stroller, sit in the stroller. Black culture is killing black people. Yeah, we know some men had their physical hand and physically pulled the trigger and the bullets went everywhere and it hit the young prince. We know that. But it's a culture that goes behind it. And this subculture that we hold on to so dear in the inner city, in the hood, it's killing our people, man. It ain't the police. Don't look for no marches because Black Lives Matter don't show up unless a white person pull the trigger. I already made content about that. When you hear our brother Maino speak, though, right? I want to show you what black degenerate culture looks like. I want to show you what it sounds like. Here's a man with a big platform. He spoke on Instagram. He showed his humanistic side, right? He just... He showed love, caring, and concern, right? But because he's married to this black culture, with 100,000 people tuning in to what he had to say about this one-year-old child losing his life, did you hear the brother say, hey, man, if you guys did this, I want you guys to turn yourself in? Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. Did you hear, if you're a friend of these shooters... If you're familiar with who these shooters are, tell those guys, man, to turn themselves in. Did you hear that? Because that's the way the neighborhood works. When somebody gets shot, you don't turn into ghosts. We know who shot somebody. We just don't say nothing. We only say something if a white person did it or the police did it. But if it's someone that looked like us, we act like we don't know. But I didn't hear that. When he was speaking for that minute and a half, right? Instagram video, 100,000 views. Did you hear him say, um, if you know something about that situation, that shooting that occurred, that that one-year-old child was killed, I want you guys to contact Homicide, let them guys know what happened. Did he say that? He can't say that. That's part of black culture. See, black culture is... I can't condone any personal responsibility. Because if you start showing any signs of personal responsibility, you cooning. You cooning. Look, he cooning. Oh, he he asking somebody to turn himself in. Man, he ain't keeping it real. We keeping it real around here. We don't help these laws. We keeping it real around here. You snitching. We're going to keep the G-code around here, bro. We ain't telling nothing. Black culture. We're going to keep the code? Who's benefiting off the code? Outside of criminality, who in the hell is... Do I get a check? Do, do, do JoJo, that got a three-point grade point average, do JoJo, right, and Lakeisha, that's going to high school, with the 3.3.5, 4.0 grade point average, do they benefit from the G code? 
Because everybody in the neighborhood act like they street now. Because you're from the neighborhood, everybody keeps the G code. They may not say with the attention of 100,000 people, hey, yo, listen, anybody that was there that seen something, we want you to come forward. Did he say that? You know what he said in a nutshell? Hey, man, next time you guys going out and you got a problem with somebody and you want to handle your business, make sure you shoot who you intend to shoot. That's what he said. That's what I heard. And our children are listening to these rappers. Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, man. I went to Maino's Instagram. And, you know, when I heard what he said, I was just like, yo, he's showing passion. But he got a, like a, a song that he makes. So Brooklyn Challenge, right? Because all of this happened in Brooklyn. And there's a portion in one of his lyrics he says, I'm in a drop top screaming out free tax ninja. And, I, you know, free tax stone, in other words. So you own your Instagram. You're talking about how someone did it recklessly, ignorantly. They're stupid for shooting into a crowd of people. But you have a record, beloved. And what you're saying, free tax stone, a guy that went into a nightclub. Full of people and allegedly shot and killed somebody. You want him free, bro? Can you imagine being on the family side? On the family side now, with somebody wearing a t shirt that says free tax stone because they was inspired by you, Mano, the artist. And they had to bury their loved one who, when he shot in that club, he allegedly killed. Free him? By him allegedly doing so, creating an atmosphere where other club participants were also shot and wounded. Free him? But this is black culture, bro. This is this is black culture. And while you're talking about free tax stone, when these young men get caught and apprehended for shooting this one-year-old child, you know how the neighborhood works? There's going to be somebody on their social network platform screaming, free them. Knowing that they shot and killed, whether they intended to or not, a one-year-old child. In front of us, I got the New York Daily News, right? I'm just going to read a couple of clips from the article. And it says, um, when is it going to end? Grandmama grieves, rages over baby and stroller killed by gunfire at Brooklyn Cookout. A baby sitting in a stroller died from a hail of gunfire that wounded three men at a cookout at Brooklyn Park, police said, Monday. Two men stepped out of a dark-colored SUV an open fire at the cookout at the Raymond Bush Playground on Madison Street near Marcus Garvey Boulevard in Bedford-Stuyvesant about 11.30 p.m. Sunday, cops said. They rushed him to the hospital. The one-year-old prince was pronounced dead 
a.m. Gunfire. Wow. So this one-year-old child was out at 11.35 p.m. That's late when you're in the neighborhood. Them dangerous hours, man. Any other self-loving and respectable neighborhood, you can have a one-year-old out at 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Don't matter. But when you're in our neighborhoods, it's a different situation. Family, I told you guys, man, if you want to fix black-on-black crime and you're serious about fixing black-on-black homicide and violence, you can't do nothing for the neighborhood until you get the percentage of single parents down. Everything always go back to the family structure. I don't care, again... What part of the United States that is in, I don't care what state, I don't care what city. If you are in a community that is overran by single parents, it's going to be a dangerous neighborhood. Period. That's it. Black culture is literally killing black people. Now I want to play the clip. The Fox News clip of uh, the father as he spoke, you know, while being questioned about how he feel and what thoughts are running through his mind after his one-year-old son died, right? Let's play that clip now. My girlfriend was on the phone with my mom. She said, you have to call your baby mother. Junior's in the hospital. So when I called her, like, she just, like, as soon as she picked up, she was just crying immediately. Like, you need to get here. You need to get here. Hurry. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she was like, Junior got shot in his stomach. And and it just broke me down because I didn't know, like, if my son was going to make it or not. And he didn't. And I'm sitting here calling everybody. Like, nobody can't tell me the condition of my son. He getting transferred from hospitals. Like, nobody's seen them yet. Like, the doctors can't say nothing. It's just, I was looking for answers. I, I That wasn't answered for me, and it just broke me down. And then when the doctors came out and told me, it's just, like, I just lost myself. For the cowards that did this, you should be ashamed of yourself because... Everybody talk about black lives matter. What about baby lives? What about teenager lives? Like you took an innocent child from a mother and a father as well as the grandparents. And I don't think it's fair. DeVille, do you believe based on what you know now and no one's talking that people thought that your son's life mattered by the way they're conducting themselves right now? No. Anybody who said that they are, they're just lying because if you know information, that needs to be said. And no information is being, it needs to be said. Like, this is my son. He died. You need to, whatever information you need, you know, you need to tell me. It needs to be known. I need this information. Because these guys just took my son's life. For what? He didn't do nothing to nobody. 
Do you feel like the elected leaders, the people that represent the community, are doing enough to stop this? No. The community is just getting worse and worse. Nobody's doing nothing about it. Nobody. Nobody's trying to make a change. And it's sad to say that, like, every day is just worse. You don't know if you're going to live to see the next day. What is your message to the people that did this? You took my son and go to hell. You can go to hell. And excuse my expression, but you took something that was precious from me, precious from my son, precious something precious from his mother, and we will never see him. He cannot come back. He cannot wake back up. He was an innocent little baby, and he's gone forever. You took my son's life. I can't get that back. I can't hold him no more. I can't hear him calling me daddy no more. I can't kiss him no more. I can't play with him no more. I can't do nothing with him no more. Like, I gotta put my, I gotta put my son in the ground now. And he's only one. His birthday two months. In two months, he didn't live to see two. Like, he didn't live life. And it's like, I wanted to get him out this violence before something like this happened. Sean, a couple of things. I talked with the family and I asked them, have they heard from any city leaders that includes the mayor, statewide leaders, as well as U.S. leaders? They haven't heard from any of the ones that are representing uh, New York. Sean, I also asked them, did anyone see something? And they know by the people in the community that someone saw something, but no one is speaking. So it begs you the question. We've covered all the other stories, Sean. We were just in Chicago last week. We covered uh, injustices with the police. But does this child, one years old, that got shot in the stomach, does his life matter? And judging by the response right now, I don't know if it does, Sean. Matters to me. You know, what the, what the grandmother said, innocent child, innocent baby. I'll never hold my son again. Now I'm going to have to bury my son in the ground. Uh, and the mayor doesn't call. The mayor cuts a billion dollars from the police. The mayor gets rid of the, the most effective crime unit. The, the governor, the dopey governor, no bail. All right, and we're back. Did you notice at the very end of the video... And again, you know, peace be upon that one-year-old prince that lost his life. Man, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy, sis. At the end of that video, see, I was always, um, I always speak about a new phenomenon. New to us as black Americans. I call it black fatigue, right? Because, see, what's happened is that when you have the entire world March for George Floyd. See, the spotlight is not only on the police now. The spotlight is on black people because they're saying we're being killed by the police. See, this is the voice of our community. This is what we're saying. You know, we will have a great life in America, but it's just police brutality, man, and police homicide. They're killing us. So now the whole world is watching the black community now. So this is a phenomenon I'm calling black fatigue. Meaning, people are getting tired of black people now because, see, there's no outrage when you guys shoot each other. There's only an outrage 
when it's the so-called white man killing the person of color. That's the only outrage we see from you guys. You know, that's why when you listen to the police report, they said it was a hell of gunfire, meaning they out there busting. So nobody pulled out their phones this time and got nothing on camera this time, though, right? Because every time the police do something, you got it on camera. But nobody got this on camera, right? Nobody seen nothing? A whole cookout, a whole block party? Nobody seen, nobody knows nothing. But when the police, do, when the police do it, you know so much. You run up to the car, you want the badge number, you want, you just so into getting justice. How many people you think is running through Brooklyn right now saying we want justice for, it's not happening, bro. They just don't, because that doesn't, that goes back to the, the narrative of you cannot show any personal responsibility in the neighborhood. It just doesn't work that way. Man, this is sad, man. This is a sad story, man. This is a sad story, but we're going to keep speaking on it over here. This is... <sighs> wow, man. I mean... We're parents. We're uncles. We're aunties. We're grandmamas. We're granddads. We're brothers. We're sisters. We're friends. We're cousins. We just got to come to grips if we want to see things better that black culture is killing black people. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, family. I get it with you guys next time. Peace.